This is the Vanessa House Bottle Share, a show about the local Oklahoma craft beer scene and the people that make it happen. Now let's share a beer and share stories. All right, welcome to the first ever uh, Vanessa House Bottle Share podcast. Something new we're doing. Uh, it's the idea behind this podcast is to introduce everyone to more about the or introduce everyone to the Oklahoma craft beer scene, get to know the people in the industry and get to know them kind of like behind just that there, uh, know the people in the industry. Um, the idea is we'll bring some beers, we'll drink some beers, talk about the beers, talk about why we like craft beer, what's fun about craft beer and all the cool things that are up and coming with, uh, said folks. So with that, uh, we'll go ahead and get with some introductions. Hi, I am Shay Gillock with the Craft Brewers Association of Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm Zach Smith, uh, co-founder of Vanessa House Beer Company. And I'm the guy you heard talking a second ago, Andrew Corrales. I'm also a co-owner of Vanessa House Beer Company. So with that, the first thing we got to do is figure out what beer we're going to drink first. Um, quick introduction what a bottle share is for no, if people don't know what that is. Something within craft beer, a lot of people that like craft beer get together. They'll bring some of their favorite beers or beers that are hard to find. Maybe they haven't even tried. And uh, they share them with their their friends and, and whatnot. So first and foremost, we've got uh, Vanessa House's new beer, T-Shirt Company. Uh, it's a New England-style IPA that is currently on tap at our new tap room. And Shay, what did you bring? I reached into my beer cellar and pulled out a Coop Territorial Reserve Imperial Stout. This was released in 2014. So it's been aging for a few years. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, uh, I didn't bring anything. <laughs> <laughs> My vote would be for the uh, Territorial Reserve since I've been drinking plenty of T-shirt company recently. Let's I didn't know. This, is this a voting process? Like, No, I was going to overrule whatever oh, anybody okay. said. Right, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> you don't have a vote because you didn't bring a beer. Yeah. This is bull. All right. Let's get some ambient sounds here. Okay. Is that the correct word, ambient? Well, ambient's kind of like in the background, so not really. <laughs> I don't know. Got it. He's pouring the beer. Oh, it looks delicious. You're making it weird for everyone. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. That's a hefty That's a pour. hefty pour of a big stout. <laughs> we hand me a cup. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, actually, I got quite a bit to do. Pour up. Let's do it. Oh, jeez. All right. Now everybody's looking at me while I'm pouring my beer. Still looking delicious, <laughs> if you're curious. All right. Mm, it's still got a lot of it's still got a lot of barrel character. Pour is very dark black. It still has, you know, a good amount of carbonation. Andrew went right on in, already drinking. Yeah, they're, they're talking. I'm smelling and looking and figured out this drink. What do you guys get? What flavors can you pull out? Oh, some good, like, caramel candy stuff in there. Some salmonella, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no salmonella in the beer, Coop. We love you. <laughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> I get some dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. Vanilla notes. What I barrel was this in? Bourbon. I get a lot of vanilla from the bourbon barrel. Which yeah, is a, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. You, oh, that's really good. Uh, this series is always pretty solid. I don't know if yeah. I've ever had one that I was like, eh, that wasn't good. 
do we know? Are they still are they still doing like several var- or not variants of that, but like all the versions? Because they had a wheat wine, they had a barley wine, mm-hmm. and then they also had the stout. I think there was a fourth one too, but I haven't seen anything but the territory or the uh, stout. Uh, you know what they're still doing? That I haven't seen anything, but good news, we know those guys. We should reach out <laughs> and ask. Oh no, they're not going to answer your questions. <laughs> well, probably not. <laughs> Have you guys tried their ID series that's come out recently? They've yes, been doing well, some good stuff. So, what was the most recent one? Uh, is the fresh hop the most recent one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Yeah. I forget. We get, uh, Jeremiah always hooks us up a little bit and yeah. gets us down to us. No, I really liked like the, it's, it was a centennial fresh mm-hmm. hop and it was really good. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, I am not a sour fan, so that could be sacrilege <laughs> to some of the people listening, but I have not had, because of that, I didn't have any of the, um, the one that they had aged in Chardonnay barrels for like mm-hmm. forever. I think it was like three or four years or yeah. something like that. I, th- I tried that at, uh, I believe they had it. Did they have that at Oklahoma Craft Beer Fest? That one? Or was it not that one? Was it that so. too early? I think that I'm sorry, I can't remember every beer Jeez, that every brewery brings. I don't think <laughs> so. We try to keep up and we do a poor job. But, so so yeah. do you guys have plans for a barrel program or a specialty yeah. series? No, we do. Uh-huh. Uh, we just haven't gotten there yet. Um, have been open like stuff. Yeah, there. we have some powers out in like four um, Maker's Mark barrels right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sitting and and get, grabbing some flavor. But I think we'll probably s- buy some barrels probably in the spring and fill those with either powers out or fifth keg. Yep. Those are our most likely yep. options. But we also hired a new brewer recently. Um, Cody Anderson is our first non-founder employee mm-hmm. and so he's going to bring with him some recipes that he'll like and and probably want to do some barrel aging he's already brought it up several times now i haven't tried any of like his stouts or he's been real annoying about it yeah he's he's constantly <laughs> on it it's like, come on dude yeah. i doubt that yeah no, no. so <laughs> but yeah no we're once we get uh, a little bit more stable just on like operations because everything's kind of a fly by your fly by the seat of your pants right now once right. we get a little bit of that we'll we'll do some barrel aging mm-hmm. and so that spot right there across from our cold box as you're looking back through the brewery from the tap room um, we'll stack some barrels up there mm-hmm. and we've only got a little bit of space for barrels but we've we got can some find more we've got some ideas on yeah on yeah. carving out some additional space yeah yeah so well no this was a good bring thanks for bringing it it's good uh, yeah, so now on next stuff. Uh, so the real one what of the things. What do people here, talk about when they're when they're sharing beers with these bottle shares, Andrew? Well, they talk about lay it out for the uh, <laughs> They talk about uh, their experiences. You know, I think all the uh, all the fun bottle shares I've been to. It's just you talk a lot about the beers, and then you end up talking about you know other things, what you do, what you like, your uh, fun beer trips, this, that, and the other. So yeah, let's focus on our guest Shay. Let's talk a little bit about why. Um, why you like craft beer, how you got into craft beer. Suck Why you accepted Andrew's invite to come <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's see. I got into craft beer almost 10 years ago now. Um, I can't believe it's been that long. 2009, um, I moved to Oklahoma from Texas, so not, not very far away. But um, I was 22, so that gives away my age. <laughs> yeah, you just revealed that. If you want to just... <laughs> Very succinctly state your social security number <laughs> into the mic. That would be helpful. Maybe and next time. And any pin numbers you might have. Yeah. Um, but I, so I moved here and previous to that, I drank Bud Light, Coors Light, you know, all the lights, all the light beers. Oh, yeah. What part of Texas were you from? 
Arlington. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course great. you were. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means to any of our Arlington <laughs> listeners. Um, but anyways, I moved here, and one of the gateway beers that I had that kind of led me down the craft beer rabbit hole was Boulevard Wheat, believe it or not. You couldn't get that at the time in Texas. Really? Um, really? So I had, I'd had Blue Moon, you know, the yeah. other mm-hmm. wheat mm-hmm. beer. But um, when I tried Boulevard Wheat, I was like, there's a lot more flavor to this. Um, and it kind of got me more interested in trying uh, more regional local beers. You know, at that time, there weren't a lot of local breweries. So yep. um, it was mainly regional beers. Um, and my sister and brother-in-law, who, who lived in Oklahoma, um, my brother-in-law had started going to the McNelly's Pint Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had started experimenting with German, Belgian, you know, European beers. And so that's how I started getting into Hefeweizens. Right. Like Franziskaner Hefeweizen was one of my favorites. Um, so I started out with wheat beers and then I got into dark Belgian beers. Um, and then eventually moved towards American craft beers. So that's a uh, center. I remember, oh man, we were. Your dad took us to McNally's, and we were looking at me. Yeah, this I'm looking at Zach Smith. Um, Your dad took us to McNally's once. We we weren't heavy into craft beer at that time. No, we weren't. And I think that was the first time I I ever uh, tried a craft beer or tried a local craft beer. Local, yes. And this is turning into a a coop coop ad advert because the first beer I had there (laughs) was an invoice for like (laughs) I know, right? Was DNR? It was the first one I ever had, and I was like, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, and it was no boozy. I remember that. I yeah. still remember that we were sitting on the second floor, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You guys got to try this. It's like ten percent." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, oh my god, what's gonna make me?" And we drank more than one too. We like, did, yeah. And it, and it's and that was weird coming from your dad because your dad's not like a big. No, he does not no. like like big bold like he likes big bold beers, but like he does not like like IPAs and yeah. things like that. Like that's my dad recently got into craft beer. Yeah. And he loves imperial stouts, like big boozy beers, but he still mm-hmm. cannot do IPAs. And, and he knows all about IBUs, the yeah. bitterness unit, and he'll check the IBU before he tries an IPA or a yeah. pale ale. Make sure that it's um, not like yeah. outside the range he's tolerant to. Yep. Yep. Um, but on the note of McNally's, I helped open the McNally's in Norman oh. and worked there for a few years. And that company is great about training their employees on the beer that they sell. So we had Beer University for employees yeah. um, every few months, and we got to try a lot and, and learn about the beer that we were selling. Um, so that kind of furthered my knowledge of craft beer. What brought you up here? Like you said you moved here when you were 22. So kind of what um, was it? School. School? Okay. I would kind of been in and out of, you know, college and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what I wanted to do and change my major. And so um, my sister lived up here, went to OU, and so mm. I kind of came up here and be closer to her and um you know ended up staying I, I still live in norman i love it down there and yeah. um met my husband who's an okie so yep. here i am almost 10 years here. later <laughs> i think our evolution into like craft beer was similar to that but mm. i remember like when we were in college like we did have boulevard and like and there yep. were, it's not nearly as a romantic story but like there'd be like Hey, you can get a wristband at Bison Witches and Bison Witches was the place. I'm like, yeah. was it Thursdays? It, no, it was all Wednesdays. You, all, Wednesdays. Wednesdays. all you can drink. Yeah. yeah, but ladies were free or something. <coughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah. I drank a lot of a lot of Boulevard at yeah. Bison Witches. It was. I'm almost positive it was Wednesdays. I knew it was like some day during yeah. the week. That's all I knew. Yeah. 
it was, uh, yeah, it's good. It was, but I got started drinking that. Like that's where it probably, I had like the first like quote unquote craft beer. Yeah. And then I remember a lot of us drank back when it still existed, like Mustangs, Washita wheat, their wheat yep. beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we drank a lot of that. I would say we were like at the end of college or like mid to end of college, we were like dipping our toe into like those entry beers. Like, so like the, the Shiner box, the Washita wheat, the Boulevard wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, but we hadn't really stepped into like the full flavor until we really tried coops. Yeah. Um, I remember getting into trying American beer. Avery was a big one when yeah. they came to Oklahoma. But Yep. Mm-hmm. What was it? White Rascal? Usually like that was a lot of what people drink whenever mm-hmm. they first tried. I Avery. love their IPA. Yeah. And, you know, they were, they distributed to Oklahoma for a couple of years mm-hmm. and then they pulled out of the uh, market mm-hmm. and they came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Good. So, you know, that's, so that, that's why you like craft beer. That's how you got into craft beer. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what you do now in craft beer and what the industry means to you and how you've been, how you got into it and some fun stuff from that. Okay. So I'm the executive director of the Craft Brewers Association. And for anyone that doesn't know um, what we do, we are the nonprofit trade association. We represent local breweries. Um, we work behind the scenes on legislative issues, um, you know, defending small brewers' rights. Um, and so... It's, it's been a great experience getting to know a lot of these up-and-coming breweries, breweries and planning. Um, I really enjoy helping them out and, and getting them introduced to, you know, the guys have been doing it for a while and, and um, connecting them with mentors and everything. So that's one part of my job that I really like. Um, I plan events, um, beer fest, fundraisers, conferences, um, which is another fun part of my job. Um, but not just the aspect of getting all you know, the industry people together to hang out. It's a, a lot of it is educating consumers on the industry mm-hmm. and, and, you know, sampling these craft beers that they haven't had before. Um, yeah. What's your favorite part of your job? Like if you could just do one part of it, like over and over. Oh what? no. I hope yeah. none of my board of directors are listening. <laughs> Edit this. For Trust me. They're not listening to anything we say. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably event planning yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. So uh, I remember when you first started, it was the, you started like two weeks before, uh, what do we call it? What's the thing that we do? The, uh, the Oklahoma Craft Beer yeah. Summit. What was that like? Like, cause you Coming got in thrown into the fire on that thing a little bit, which it turned out really so, well. Everybody did a great job, I thought. Um, but I remember you, you had fun with that, right? So yes, really I started. Fun is, yeah, a word you could use for that. Yeah, but. I started the summer of 2017, um, late July. And it was two weeks before the summit. And so there was an event committee that had already, you know, mostly planned the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I came in and I did a lot of last minute advertising um, logistics and kind of ran everything day of or helped run everything day of as well. So it was a little overwhelming getting thrown into it, but um, I was excited that I got to actually help plan it this year and be, be yeah. a part of the planning stages. Um, and we're looking to just grow it every year and, and really make it into a regional event. Um, and, you know, this year we invited some regional breweries. Yep. Mm-hmm. And one of those breweries, Zipline, now, now decided to distribute to Oklahoma yep. because they were introduced to the market here and to the to the craft beer community and made a lot of connections here. So um, I, I think having that event grow each year will help grow the industry um, mm-hmm. as well. So Yeah. yeah that's you got a, a perfect answer, though, to, like, those weird interview questions, the mm-hmm. behavioral ones, like, 
uh, Shay, tell me about a time when you had to execute a plan that somebody else created. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> what were the yeah. pain points and how did you work through those? That's a, I'm surprised I didn't catch that being yeah. the HR guy in my day yeah. job. But yeah, no, that is a really good one. Uh, no, yeah. This that, isn't an interview, is it? It's no, a, I'm it's just. A discussion? Well, it's kind of an interview. Yeah, I mean, almost an interrogation, yeah. really. Uh, Some might call it an intervention. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that, so that's a really interesting event. I remember, you know, year one. It was a year one of that was before the laws actually changed. Mm-hmm. We actually got everything on. It was kind of a smaller deal at Okinawa. You know, Micah and uh, some of those guys worked really hard on it. And that was 2016. Was year one? Yeah, right, I believe so. Right. Yeah, yeah, 2016. And then uh, and just a few weeks later is when breweries were allowed to sell so out, out of the tap, tap rooms, rooms. Mm-hmm. and so they they went over a lot of you know what what the law changes would yeah. look like and educating consumers. Right. Yeah. And then. Uh, now there was a, if I remember right, they tried to do it. Now year two was actually supposed to happen at Okinawa originally first, but then there was a the ice storm that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that? That was hysterical. But you know, and everybody had def- bought my ticket to it, and then, <laughs> then I, they in had most this, yeah. yeah, in everybody's defense, I remember like you know how Oklahoma weathermen can be, mm-hmm. uh, men and women can be. They will just go over the top with how bad some things can be, and they were just like, ah, yep, this is going to be, you know. Buy all the bread and yeah, buy all the bread and milk you can, Mm -hmm. type of thing. So your parents, you love them, (laughs) and it was not that at all. Which is, I mean, we laugh at a lot of things like that, so we thought it was kind of funny. I laugh at everything. Yeah, Um, but it 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 sucked. It was kind of sad, but in the long run, it worked out great. I think it delayed time, allowed it to like uh, evolve into something a little bit more. So, yeah, it's a. Is there a moral to that story? That Not at all. I just thought, it, I just remembered, okay. I just wanted to talk about the ice storm that wasn't because I just remembered I kinda, it. I kind of like, want to just talk about some it. stuff too. Like if we're just like throwing out things. I mean, why not? Well, and on the topic of the summit, I, I don't know if you care for me to no, go yeah, into next go. year's No, yeah, let's go. I've got the follow-up no, question ready. Well, so, so next we year's start. event, we're looking to keep a similar format um, and invite um, consumers and people that work in the industry as yeah. well. Um, and, and talk about legislative issues and quality control and those sorts of things. But we'd like to expand it to a two-day event where the first day, the Friday of the event, would be only for brewery employees. Yeah. And we go more in-depth with things like safety, brewery safety, yeah. or um, marketing for breweries, um, and kind of expand on on those type of things, quality control. Um, and then keep Saturday more of the, you know, Lighthearted, kind of the, informational, yeah. educational, but with the beer sampling and that sort of aspect. Yeah. So, yeah, I know the consumers will definitely want to keep that mm-hmm. that sampling, but it'd be good. It'd be helpful for us. Like, yeah, to, the safety to, part to, for sure. Oh, we are. <laughs> I well, shouldn't. So I'm not going to say anything that could be like <laughs> oh, <I'll say>. legally <laughs> searched. Well, it's just us. Like, so you yeah, know, but still, like, you <laughs> know, something will happen. You just don't want to talk about when you got your face smashed by the... Oh, you can talk about that. That was like the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> so, Shay hasn't heard about this. Yeah, you know, we've been building out our our, ta- our new our new facility and our tap room and our new brew house over here off uh, 8th Street. And actually, because this, this ties in, because that was the... Was it the day of the summit that that happened? No, it wasn't. No, it no, wasn't. Never mind. Um, no, hold on. There was something. It wasn't it, that. I, know, I remember it? what it was. It was at the tower. It was at the tower. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's... It wasn't that though. Um, uh-uh. it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Tom. No, 
Okay. Maybe it, it was that. I think then. it was like it was the craft beer. I yeah. think it was the summit. Okay. And like, we're going to edit then. this part out yeah. where you guys are just arguing. Yeah. About yeah. What okay. Day it it was. was the summit. I think it was the summit. Yeah. Because I remember I came in late because I had a vicious wound to the <laughs> face. <laughs> so what had to happen? I don't even remember why we had it out. We had this huge extension ladder out. We may have had to get on the roof or something. And we got a great landlord. His name's Adam Fink. Uh, he owns a stone business, which like is right next to us like it's basically the same building separated by a wall and he lets us use a lot of his stuff and so we've got this huge extension ladder um you can't carry it with one person so evan's like hey come help me put this up i'm like oh whatever i wanted to go home get my feet rubbed or something i don't know but anyways (laughs) we're hauling this ladder into like his stone facility and so he's got like it's got like two huge garage doors on either side so that you can pull through right and so there's those um you see them at gas stations all the time the um the concrete like uh pillars yeah yeah um, to make sure you don't like run into like a wall or like a gas pump or something like that um well i saw one and we were i was holding the ladder about like face high which is relevant um <laughs> i was like oh there's that i gotta go up and over it well some evil genius <laughs> i have no idea why it, on the concrete pillar there was like an extension of like this other little pillar that went up another like five feet but it was only like its diameter was like maybe like half an inch so it's like tiny like a spike yeah and it wasn't like it wasn't like painted yellow or anything so i didn't see it so i'm trying to push this ladder up and over that like with my face probably like three inches away from it (laughs) and i hit that thing and just run right into the ladder (laughs) i can still feel like and cut your face open no it's like i busted like right basically my teeth went through like the bottom of my lip yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, but it was like the stupidest way to like You should see yourself. his face right now. I mean. Oh, it's never been the same. <laughs> I was so mad, too. I was just like, I, obviously, there were lots of swear words. <laughs> Evan was carrying the other. I was like, hey, man, can I help you? I'm like, no, leave me alone. Let me suffer. I remember you walked into the town. Well, you send all these messages like, I ain't going to be there. I ain't coming. I got you. Um, I got a wound. Yeah. And then you do show up eventually, and it's it's noticeably swollen. Yeah. And, like, anytime I drink, like, anything, like, it would burn because I've got an open wound in my mouth. Yeah, we made fun of you a lot. And this happened when you, you were completely sober, right? 100% sober. Yeah, this was, like, at, like, well, I guess time shouldn't ever dictate when you're sober. I mean, you could be drinking at 9 a.m. I don't know. But, yeah, I was, like, 100% sober. Yeah. 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 And did this and just completely... So, so, so to circle back, yeah, no, safety would be helpful. Safety would be helpful for well, us. <laughs> so we already have scheduled um, the Brewers Association Safety Ambassador will be um, one of our speakers. So I guess it if is. If you want me to talk about lessons don't, learned. Don't share that story with them. <laughs> I can just get up there and talk lessons learned. Like, hey, take it from somebody who doesn't follow any safety, except for like with electrical, because I get so scared. Yeah. Our we'll just put a picture of your face with your my l- lip cut open and Ugh. say, don't be this guy. Yeah, this is what you shouldn't do. Well, yeah, so I think in the build-out, everybody had something except, I think Nick actually got through that unscathed. I burned the hell out of my finger. Yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> oh, what an idiot. This is even worse. Like, you should have known had, better. I had touched a lot of them. Never he was, them. like, drilling, we were drilling into concrete, um, and he had stripped like the screw like really bad, so like it was just in there like spinning, like stripping it out, creating like, all was, like, sorts of heat. But it was like close to the thing, so it was, it was yeah. close. He was trying to like finish it off, like, um, but like he stripped the heck out of it, and it's like I swear, it was like 
molten lava red smoking. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna check and see how stripped it is. So he just put his thumb like directly it on flush. it. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a, he had like a little, uh, Phillips head like <laughs> burn like for a good month. He went to like Walgreens and got this spray. And, like, cause we kept working, like we had other stuff to do that night. And you just hear like every, like about three minutes, <laughs> like spraying his wound. Yeah. That burn spray is awesome. But for only like, for yeah. like a very short it, amount of time. It passes really, really quick. Uh, Justin knocked himself out almost twice, I think, hitting his head on stuff, trying to put everything together. Evan, what about Evan? Evan burned himself, I think, too, recently, actually. I know he's done something. He got some, uh, I think he got a steam burn, actually. Oh, yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. What did he, he opened something, like, way too Yeah, quick. something he probably should have known better. But, uh, yeah, he had a steam burn. I, I think Nick was the only one, which... A lot of times, Nick will be the one that's like, these white boys crazy, and he'll just walk <laughs> back and, and uh, avoid and avoid the uh, the stupidity that that we do. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Well, you all made it through, and your tap room's open. It is, finally. It is, finally. Well, my glass is empty. Um, let's open the next one. Let's, yeah, let's do that. Zach's over here nursing. Wait, hold on. I want more of the... We still got some of that that territorial. Like, Well, we could always go back to it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do... Yeah. We'll open the beers, and then people will finish off what they want to finish. How about that? That's okay. how bottle shares work. Yeah. Okay, now you just got beer on the mic. No, that's good. I saw that. That's part of it. It's part of the whole thing. America saw that. He's pouring the beer into a glass now. It's It's looking golden. There we go. This one was hopped with Divinity, Newcastle, <laughs> and Huckleberry. All of that is wrong. They're really new aggressive hops. Well, there's no Ireland. info in the can, so there, you'll have to tell us about it. Yeah, there isn't. So uh, this is, uh, like I said, New England style IPA. Fresh Hop. Huckleberry notes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's still doing Can you it. hand me the can? <laughs> there you go. There it is. All right, thank you. Uh, no, so what is in this thing? So this has um, citra. I'm going to see if he knows. I think I do. He's a sales guy, so he's really just Should. like... Citra Calypso. That's not a real hop. It's not? A no. No, it is. Calypso's not hot. You're what thinking it, of Huckleberry? God bless it. It is not Huckleberry. Or Divinity? <laughs> it is Calypso. It it's, is. There's no Calypso in the... There's no Calypso in the boil, but there's it's, it's dry, dry out. It's dry out. And then um, there's a third. What the hell is the third? It's um, Citra Calypso and Simcoe. He got it. Got it. He got it. Balloons for 500. Uh, yeah. No, so it's we're, we were excited about this one. Actually, so back to Cody, our new guy. He brought this recipe in. He did, yeah. Actually. It was um, his first, first beer with us. Yeah. Um, we released it last weekend in the tap room. People have been digging it. I think right now there is a a variant. I don't probably shouldn't the even mention shake. it because by the time the this gets out, it'll be gone. Away. Yeah, but, it'd be floating. Um, I just, tried both. Just to okay. tease people's appetite, the milkshake has uh, apricots, peaches, lactose, and vanilla, and it it is fantastic. It's good as well. It's milky. It is, yeah. But this is With this a touch is nice. of shake, yeah. Those are, some of the milk. those are words that you could use to describe the beer. Yeah, you add you what you do is you add like whole milk, 
yeah. to the boil. Highland. Highland <laughs> milk. You have to use Highland. <laughs> yeah. It's Highland milk, for sure. If you try anybody else's like great value, it's not going to work. It will not. It, it will. local milk. Yeah. Local milk. From local cows. <laughs> you milk yourself. You have to milk. It's better if you go straight from the udder. <laughs> That's boil. how you know it's fresh. You want fresh hop and fresh milk. <laughs> the freshness freshness is supreme that way. Yeah. I no, this is all great ideas. Evan, when you listen to this, write that down. He's not listening to this. And if he right. was, he already he just turned us off. <laughs> uh, so the name, T shirt company. Yeah, T shirt company. T- Andrew, tell us a little bit about T shirt companies and why you might name company. a beer that. Yeah. Uh, so some people that listen to this might know that might have saw us out and around at various events before uh, we were actually commercial. Uh, we were able to serve beer through a, as a brewery and planning at various charitable events, so we did that. Um, and at those events, we would have T-shirts for sale because, you know, we're trying to start a company and T-shirts Promote were, your brand. Promote the brand. Out there. Also, people had been asking, too. Like, oh, man, I want some shirts. We're like, oh, yeah. That's not like an idea we came up with. You're right, right, right. And, uh, and, and you have a great logo, so it really stands out logo. with the... Shout out to Nominee Design. Lime greenish yellow. Is Chartreuse. There Chartreuse. 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 technically what we call okay. it, but yeah, it's it's, uh, it's lime green. Yeah, yeah. Chartreuse just sounds like more French and fancier, so... <laughs> All right. Um, so we always had the shirts out there, and, you know, we... We reached out to most breweries, um, and a lot of breweries were, and I say a lot of all breweries were very helpful that we reached out to, um, helping us get started and get going. Um, and we developed really good relationships with a lot of them. And certain breweries would, you know, give us give us some good ribbings about being just a t-shirt company yeah, because we, we weren't making any yeah. revenue off any actual beer. It was all just giving away. Just all giving away. But we were selling shirts. So we kind of always said the first um, beer we made once we got into our own spot, we... T-shirt company is a perfect name for that. So this is a, the first uh, beer out of our new first beer out of our new location at 118 Northwest 8th Street that we had to. We was like, yeah, this is it. T-shirt company. So yeah. I like how you throw your address in there. 118 yeah. Northwest 8th. What, <laughs> what, what about Northwest. your website? That no, we don't need to. We're working on that. That's going to be updated soon. The crazy thing is, like yeah. you're talking about first. Like my friend Cheryl told me that the first cut is always the deepest. <laughs> Did you guys know that? Yeah, no, that's a go-to for uh, Zach Smith, if anybody's wondering. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. Yup. Uh, yeah, so it's really just like our throwback to like, like we make fun of ourselves a lot. Like we don't take anything too seriously and we're very. But it's know. also celebrating how far you've come and how. No, no, we're not celebrating down. that. A little bit of that. It's, don't let it, them get a good hit. It might be a little bit of like our uh, Post Malone congratulations song. Yep, a little I can bit. see that. A little bit, maybe. I'm down with a little the post bit. Malone. <laughs> now you're just saying congratulations. I don't Which, know. No, maybe not. Our, our DJ, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, he did, he yeah. He played that at um, at the, uh, at the at our opening. opening party, yeah. Yeah, PJ, he kind of, he rocked it. He, he rocked it pretty well with the DJ. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man, this is just, this is, this is good, this t-shirt company. It's so delicious. I really like this beer. <laughs> what and are I your always thoughts? Feel, it's I always very feel sherry. weird, like, don't, bragging. Don't be but, like, I don't have anything to do with this beer. Just I don't have anything to do with yeah. this beer. Cody did all of it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, because we would have not let him. We wouldn't let him brew if we didn't like it. Yeah. You know, so Shay had to leave. She got sick from the beer. That <laughs> was disgusting. I'm, so. I'm still here. Oh, wait, no, she's I, back I like now. it. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a hothead, so yeah. okay. I'm glad you brought 
we're transitioning into winter weather though. So like I'm, I'm, I'm getting big on the so stouts you, right now. You know now. how people say it's stout weather? Yeah. I drink stouts year round. Do you? I drink, IP. You know, I, think, I drink everything. I mean, like I, I, I don't most, discriminate yeah. based yeah. on the weather. So Andrew, I'm pretty sure Andrew feels the exact same way as you. I, on the other hand, am super seasonal on like what I drink. Well, like, it depends. So in the summer, if you're outside drinking yeah. at the lake or something, you're not going to take the Territory Reserve Stout. Mm-hmm. Someone I talked to recently said they they took DNR to the lake. <laughs> They're alive? They're <laughs> they, not face down? They live down? to tell the story. but um, <laughs> They're not better off, though. <laughs> yeah. But in the summer, you know, if you're inside in the air conditioning, why not drink a stout? You know, yeah. That's or what I've always wine. said. That's what he goes with. Yeah. It's, or a brown hail or, you know. It, it, so the mean, amounts might change, like of what, like what I'm drinking more of. But I'll drink it all, all year round. If the situation, uh, situation being my house with the AC turned down. Yeah, I'm just gonna drink a good yeah. stuff. So, so I, what are y'all's favorite styles? I know Zach, you don't like sour. No sours for me. Do you I'm just out. hate them, or you just don't I prefer just don't, them? I don't hate them. Like I could drink them, but like I just don't. I don't know. It's just like I. I used to not like IPAs, right? And I was like, okay, I'm just going to drink IPAs for like a week, like straight for a week and see if I like them. And I did. Like I got like the acquired taste. Like that that method has not worked for me on sours. And so I'm just not, <clears throat> I'm not into it. But like I don't discriminate against anybody who does like sours because there's a ton of people that love sours. Um, and I think Evan, our brewer, like if I let him, would brew like yeah. sours all day long because like he loves them. Favorite styles. So I always say, like, I'm so basic. Like, I am just a basic drinker. Like, I love IPAs. And I I especially, like, I think for me, like, the love of IPAs changed when, like, New England IPAs came out. Because it got away from, like, that super aggressive, like, bitterness. And I enjoyed that a little bit, too. But the New England IPAs being softer, a little bit juicier from the hops. They're More only, balanced. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just love me some New England IPAs now. So I'm super so basic on that. you follow the that. trends. I do. <laughs> I do, except for the sour trend. I can't get on that one. Um, and then, like, the pastry stouts. Like, I love, like, pastry stouts. Like, yeah. if you guys are familiar at all with that, like, don't drink beer guy uh-huh. on Facebook, mm-hmm. like, he, he's basically just attacking me, like, all day long. Because <laughs> I'm so basic. I'm like, oh, look. Somebody put so the, the more adjunct, a donut the in more a beer. adjuncts, the yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, somebody put a donut in a beer. I got to try this. Like, oh, this, oh, look at this biscuit and gravy style. <laughs> I don't want to try that. <laughs> well, biscuit and gravy style actually, I think, would play really well. Well, let's work it on that. probably would. Let's get on I that. I would try it once <laughs> and see. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, you know, to take your question a little, my like evolution of beer, I, I gravitated toward Belgians early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have moved into just, I prefer big stouts, like in general, mm-hmm. that's probably what I like. Um, and it's weird. I, and it, I would say Belgians for a long, long time. And I still have some love for some good wits here. And it was wits that I liked quite a bit. What but was I, your go-to Belgian? Oh, uh, geez. Beer uh, style or? What's the, uh. I think it was Keystone Light. Well, no, I threw back some, uh, I think you used to throw back some, some stones, but, uh, the, uh, oh, hell. In the edited version, we'll just have him, like, immediately say it. Which one was it? 
I am completely blanking right now on the it. Rochefort or the St. Bernardus. I did like Rochefort. I did like St. Bernardus, but it was something else. And was it American or was it straight up Belgian? Hell, I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to come back to this. It might come back to me before the end of the deal, before the end of the story. Um, I do like the Rochefort, though, actually, quite a bit. Let's just talk about it for it's a second. It's not Chimay, right? It or, wasn't Chimay. Uh, yeah, no, not. Yeah. I, popular I, one? I can't. I never could afford Chimay. Chimay is expensive. <laughs> Which, like, Ro, uh, Rochefort ain't cheap either. But, no. Um, I do like that. I would choose Rochefort for Chimay myself, actually. But Nobody has. <laughs> if anybody were to. But Stout's, Stout's where I'm at now. I do like big Stout's, what I prefer. Um, but with that said... It's like I find myself do drinking a lot more pales nowadays, though. Well, uh, there's a there's a time and a place for styles of beer. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'm really into like just sessionable beers. Like she brought us a imperial stout. So says, I don't know. Uh, well, says yeah. the lady. I, like I do love imperial stouts too. Something's I, not I, adding up here. I really don't discriminate between styles, but I appreciate you know, pilsners and lagers are becoming more popular they in are. craft beer. Um, so coming back around, but I, I really do appreciate something you can just sip on and, mm. you know, enjoy. And Yeah, agreed. And we only got on the subject of styles. Like, we probably are, like, one of, I don't know if you'd call it the worst, about, like, following, like, style guidelines. Like, mm-hmm. we are super, like, I get that, like, style guidelines have a place for, like, categorizing beer. But for us, like, you can't tell me, like, this is what you can't put in like any right. amber or I mean the milk the milk brown we have is like the perfect example of that there is no style for that beer it's yeah. it's weird it just is what it is and it doesn't fit into any style guideline and so I think sometimes like we venture out and and do things that don't fit into any kind of style did you all um I know you were pouring at the Great American Beer Fest not this year not but last year but last year, year huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and when I visited your booth, you had volunteers pouring, so I didn't get to see you guys. <laughs> oh, shame. Um, For shame. <laughs> did you enter beers in the competition, and was it hard to... We did. Pick so the category did. to put your beer into? Uh, we yes. did have some, stuff, some issues yes, with that, didn't 100% we? 100% was. Yeah. I can't remember what... I know we entered three. I can't remember what the third one is. So one, we entered, like, the cream ale in, like, the cream ale category, but I'm pretty sure, like, it doesn't even fit there. Like, we entered them just kind of for fun, like, knowing we weren't going to win, like, right. or, or even plays. We're like... Well, regardless, they they send you feedback. They do. They do. Yeah. It was helpful. actually pretty and good we, feedback. Yeah. yeah we um, do and, feedback. like, one of them was, like, really great beer, doesn't fit style guidelines. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah. well, I mean, that's, and like, kind of what you want. Which one was it? I think that was broken tile. I think it was too. Because it was before they had introduced like a New England style Mm -hmm. to the categories. Yeah. Yeah. And so like it didn't, we knew it wasn't going to win, but it was like, yeah, let's just send it anyways, get some feedback. But like the cream, New England style, broken tile didn't really fit in with double IPA, even though it was. And then uh, the cream ale had um, orange peel, which I think kind of like kicks it out. Technically, you're not supposed to put that in. Gosh. I cannot remember what the last one was. It was wasn't it? Berliner and it wasn't Garage Fire. It was it? It wasn't Powers Out or Fifth Keg, was it? I'm almost thinking it might have been Fifth Keg, but I don't think it was. I don't, I don't think it was either. Is it either. out yet? I don't know. That no. I don't think it was either. And we didn't do. We didn't send the anniversary out, did we? Not for like competition. We because it wouldn't have fit into anything yeah, either. At we all. Uh, we brought it and like that was what people loved. Like at yeah. GABF. Yeah, like we poured we, more we of our, those kegs our, yeah. of that first anniversary. <clears throat> Nicolada Ale than anything. But there was yeah. one more that we submitted that that didn't place. 
gosh, it had to have been packaged because we had to send packaged beer in. Um, but I think it might have been. It, it had to have been fifth keg. Then. It must have been. Yeah. Um, so had any of you all been to GBF yes. as attendees yeah. before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When did we last go? Is before it was way before we like ever got into opening and stuff. Yeah, it was like when we were still just like kind of like fanboys into craft beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember when we went. But gosh, we had been going to Denver like for like we went to Denver a lot there for a while before like we yeah. actually like started opening. Just up. call it research. Yeah, and um, we have a lot of friends up there that like right. You know, I think a lot of. A lot of people from Oklahoma actually do end up there, mm-hmm. but, um, we, but had, we had totally been yeah. to G- we had been to GABF once prior to, um, and went on like a Saturday. It was a Saturday it's, night. It's session. pretty overwhelming the first time you. Go. It was insane. It was like the line. I remember being in like the line to get in. I was like, holy moly! But then you get in there and it's like. <clears throat> There's so much space that, like, it kind of clears out and, like, you can go get wherever you want except for, like, the heavy hitters, like, always have lines. Right. Which, speaking of which. Speaking, yeah, when we were when we were there actually pouring, they put us right next to Toppling Goliath. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so they like, had, like, which is cool for us, like, when we're pouring, like, hey, man, can I get some of that? <laughs> and Yeah, they yeah. had uh, Morning Delight, right? Morning Delight. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And it's like. So we got to drink a lot of morning. Delight. We were just yeah, which was great. Their coffee stout. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and then it, we just turned into like, all right, well, hey, we wanted to like thirsty while you're yeah. waiting. Exactly. We wanted to like pour just, beer and like pitchers and like go into yeah, the just go in the line and pour yeah. it. But and like say. the guys, like they're super tight with like they, the security. Like oh, they right. watch yeah. your pours. Like if you pour like yep. at like OCBF, if like you get like a fraction over, like nobody like cares. They're like, okay, that's fine. Just tone it down. Like there, they'll be like, hey. Knock it Sometimes off. Sometimes it's, it, and I've poured it a lot of it. Sometimes it's hard to pour only one ounce. It is. Or it two is. ounces. Especially when you're busy and you're just, even bam, when there's bam, a fill, like, it's yeah. hard to, hard to do. To yeah. get it to stop. Um, yeah. So my experience, I don't know, on the topic of GBF, first time I went, I think was 2012. I went two years in a row with a group of friends and it's, it's very overwhelming. Yeah. But it's, it's neat because you, and at that time, they had it separated by region. This okay. year, they just changed it to where it's alphabetical by brewery. Oh, that's interesting. Um, okay. But so they had it by region. So, you know, living in Oklahoma and, the, you know, there's not much Midwest. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to go to the Pacific Northwest or, yeah. you know, the New England section and, and try those breweries that I haven't tried. Um, they changed it this year. And I, I heard that part of it was um, to alleviate those long lines mm. at some of those in some of those regions. <laughs> and so. Um, but it's it's huge. Still. It's so crazy. Yeah, and and there's so much like auxiliary stuff going on like around Denver too. Like, right up there. I poured your beer this year. Oh, yeah. it. I'll go into that a little bit. Um, this year, the Craft Brewers Association hosted our own booth. Um, there's a section um, at the event where it's um, state brewery guilds, um, and so we were able to pour seven different Oklahoma breweries at our one booth over the course of the weekend. And we poured um, your Broken Tile, double IPA. Mm-hmm. It was very popular. People Good. kept coming back and telling their friends to come back and try it. So, Good news. Good news. Um, it, it was really neat to see. And, you know, I had a lot of people walk up and say, Oklahoma. You know, they had never tried Oklahoma right. beer. And they right. were maybe a little judgmental at first. But then when they would try, you know, a couple of beers, like, oh, this is actually yeah. really good. We coming up, yo. So, so yeah, it was it was a great experience. Um, it's very different being on that side of it, pouring for people. I yeah. will say that it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, good. Um, so, 
Oh, excuse me, I'm adjusting. My he back doesn't know here. what to do with his hands. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, next, you know, back to Shay, next. what's going on. So what's what's in the future for the CBAO, um, and what's kind of in the future for you? You think within craft beer? If you got any job offers, just hard hitting questions. Yeah. No. <laughs> what's up? Um, so we're a pretty young association. Um, CBO was established in 2016. They hired their first executive director, me, 2017. Um, so I'm a little more than a year in. Um, we're just looking to, as the industry here grows, you know, with all the recent law changes, um, you know, there are more and more breweries popping up. So the more help we can give these up and coming breweries, breweries and planning, um, the more I think successful we'll feel um, in aiding the the industry's growth. Um, but we want to. Personally, I would like to, you know, have people look at Oklahoma as a beer destination. And, and mm-hmm. part of that is going to events like GBF um, and, and inviting regional breweries in for our conferences and that sort of thing. Um, we are working on a brewery passport program where, you know, beer lovers can go to a brewery, get a passport with all the our member breweries on it. And, you know, if they visit a certain number of breweries and get their passport stamped, they'll get a prize. So we're still working on um, some details on that, but I think that will help with brewery tourism as people visit Oklahoma, um, to hit up more and more breweries. So, um, those are just kind of some, are they allowed to, to get the passport? Brewery staff? Yeah. Can I like go passport myself to a prize? (laughs) I mean, Hey, if you're buying beer at the brewery? Yes, it would be buying. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I guess I'll. I try to tell everybody. I, don't know. Yeah, I tell everybody like I'm like chart. We need to think about me. the fine print on on these uh, passports. Yeah, I just I just brought to light a serious question, so I'll take my service fee later. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so yeah, just I mean, for us, for our association, it's it's obviously protecting our breweries' rights at the legislative level. Level, right. um, and and we've come so far in the past couple of years, but there's still a lot kind of behind the scenes. I won't go into too much, but um, at, as breweries grow, um, other industries kind of may want a piece of that pie. Yeah. So yeah. It's, um, that was one of the surprising things to me is like kind of how much pushback you get. Because, I mean, it's like we're not – I mean, I don't think anybody thinks like we're getting rich off of Vanessa House. I mean – we're not making hand over fist and there's still like a lot of people that are coming after you for like that piece mm-hmm. of the pie. And right. I was a little bit surprised about how many different groups are out there kind of, kind of pushing for that. Right. And one of our, you know, defenses is breweries are manufacturers. They're yep. bringing a lot of jobs, you know, to the industry. And so, um, create, you know, you're, you're creating something from scratch, yep. you know? So, um, and it's fun, but manufacturing is like super capital intensive. Like it, right? And it's very heavy regulated yep. already. Yep. So. so, yeah, you know, we're, that, we're just trying yeah. to make it fair. Yeah, it's one of those deals on, like, which why did we choose to get into the most one <laughs> of the most have, regulated businesses? Yeah, the there most have difficult definitely been days like open. that. <laughs> but uh, and you, you know, again, goes back to like you get into this because you, you don't get into it. this to get risk to, to get risk. To get rich, you get into it because you you enjoy it. You like what you do and you like the fun you can have with the people that are in it. Um, You know, we're lucky that with us are lucky. It's just what we are. We are brewing beer with 
with our friends and it's it's mm-hmm. what's about and then you know we came um into this industry from not in it at all like nobody came from it and to be as welcome as we have has always been great the cba was a big part of that um we signed up very early mm-hmm. yeah um just, i think we recognize early like the benefits like being connected to those people and those mm-hmm. resources could have because we didn't have any experience like we all have like we all had other jobs like completely outside of this industry and we were attracted to a like we were attracted to two things one like building a company with our friends so we could hang out with each other at work like that was always super intriguing to us and then b like the way beer kind of brings people together the like community people aspect have fun of it. yeah mm-hmm. like i'm all about like life's supposed to be fun y'all like we only got a short <laughs> period of time here on this earth like we need to be having fun as much as we can now there's gonna be days where you smash your face with a ladder and it's not going to be fun. But like as much as you can control how much fun you're having, you need to, you need to eat that up as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky, I guess, maybe not lucky, but our industry is young here Yep. due to our laws. Um, but it's such a small brewing community right now. So everyone's, you know, helping each other out and, and helping grow the industry. Um, kind of curious to see what it will look like in the next know five years it's going to be super Um, interesting to see what the landscape looks like well and and now you have a lot of breweries popping up in smaller towns smaller communities which i think is great oh yeah they're kind of that neighborhood pub um and they're they're converting people to craft beer that's what i was gonna say is like like those like you people might be like well zach do you like that because that's more competition like no it's awesome those people are gonna like those people that are in like those smaller communities are gonna get people to try craft beer and it's gonna help us because now they're gonna be into craft beer and they're gonna try us so yeah you've got like like ford uh vortex alley they're out in uh what city City. Uh, we just had a new brewing planning join the association called kokendorfer brewing in duncan oh there you go um so they're they're working on their build out right all now. All good and stuff. Yeah. And what uh, Fat Toad are they? They're out in. No. Are they members? Are they members? Okay. Well, Fat Cut Toad. No, no. Nah, nah, <laughs> this is this is we're advertising well, towards them. Uh-huh. They're in prior. Yeah. No. I mean prior to what? <laughs> Home of Troy Eggman, I believe. That's is no. Is that wrong? Yeah, that's way Henrietta. Ah, wow. My well, fault, Troy. But Oklahoma, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's room for a, a lot of growth. Um, it may, I mean, right now, most of the breweries are, are look, you know, centralized in Oklahoma City or Tulsa. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Oklahoma has almost, I know this because I just looked up the stats recently, but our population is almost 3.94 million in the state. And we only have 33 active uh, brewery licenses in the state. So. Yeah, we're still going to be per capita pretty low, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in the bottom 10. Okay. I don't know what, what it is now. I'd have to do this. Yeah. The it had been it, like 50th for a while. Yeah, like, we were we dead finally last got off for of 50. a while. Previous to 2016 because breweries weren't yeah, opening. Yeah, there was no tap room. Yeah. Like, there was because no they couldn't sell. to like yep. commerciality for like yeah. a small, like the people, that, which is like kudos to like Coops and like the Again, Rough yeah, Dales, like yeah. and, the, Marshall, and Marshall, Marshall's, yeah. that did that, that like built that up without the tap room. Like, I can't even imagine. They 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 did something. They operated in a very difficult situation, and without without those guys, there's no way. And they helped no push for the legislation yeah. as well. You know, so yeah, yeah, the amount of work they put in there, 
especially like you know the marshals with you know they they push to get the the sampling first mm-hmm. and foremost right they've um, been around they just celebrated 10 years it's crazy. yeah they've, yeah it's yeah. not so those dudes have put in put in the work that all of us have to be grateful for we would not be where we're, we wouldn't be a company without them for sure so which is again to the kind of circle pack that's focused of focus of the, this podcast is to like open open that up and just educate people more about what's happened what everybody does and why they love this thing so so i think i had a comment on that but i forgot uh, well yeah it happens i can't remember what i think i think you answered a lot of that but like for you what do you where do you want to go as far as you know you you kind of asked like my future in the industry yeah i guess it's kind of hard to say right now because i'm a year in with with the crappers association and and i I love what i do and and helping to grow the the industry here um I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if, if my time comes to a close with the association, I could see myself, you know, working at, at a brewery. Um, but I'm not sure. But right now I have a project kind of on the side I'm working on. Um, Is it Andy? Is he the project? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make, make him the For best the Andy not, he could be. Not this Andy. Yeah, not I go by Andy. Andrew. My, yeah. my husband, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, so <laughs> uh, myself and... Chelsea Harrison at, at Roughtail, um, the Tapper Manager at Roughtail, we are starting up a chapter of the Pink Boots Society oh, yes, that's awesome. um, in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. So it's uh, an organization for women that work in the craft beer industry. Um, and so we're hoping to get our first meeting scheduled in January, February of next year. So um, we've been kind of doing the legwork on the back end, like oh, yeah. trying to get it started up. So um, I would love to see personally more women in the industry. Um, and so we're going to try to help grow that and, and help support the women that are. That's in the awesome. Industry. Yeah, it's great. I remember, um, doing some early research into one thing that we always have, have <laughs> I focused to say on. like early research into women. Ah, she's well, got binders yeah. full of women. That never went well. Um, <laughs> no, uh, um, uh, cats. <laughs> No, we were doing some early research into, you know, just industry, like business plans and all that type of stuff you got to do. And I remember looking up the looking up Pink Boots and reading about it and learning about it. <clears throat> and at one point I'm thinking, God, I wish there was a way we could do it. But it's like a part of the, it has to be started by right, yeah, a woman, like, right? right? Nobody wants And like, it's like, well. Bunch of white guys coming in and being like. <laughs> it's like, can we make like one of the wives or something? But, you know, we. A lot of work. My wife has celiac, so she can't even drink beer anymore. Right? Yeah. So there was there was barriers there. So that's like super awesome because that's something that I remember reading about them a while back and thinking that's a great organization. Hope that it can get here at some point. Yeah, they provide scholarships for women, you know, to attend a brewing school or different conferences, um, educational conferences. So um, I'm actually going to a conference in late January down in Austin that they're putting on. Um, so I hope to you know, meet a lot of the leadership and, and learn how I can best lead the chapter here as we get started. So, um, and we'll hold educational events at least once per quarter, if not more often, and we'll rotate between Oklahoma City and Tulsa, um, bring in speakers that, you know, aren't necessarily in the brewing industry, but women that have, you know, become successful mm-hmm. in their field. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. And um, right now, you know, we have a lot of women that that work at breweries, but more so on the taproom side, mm-hmm. um, or 
events, marketing, HR kind of side of it. So I would love to see more women on the production side or in ownership roles. Um, so I think as the industry grows, that will grow as well. And I, yeah. that's not to blame any any brewery. I'll just put this up. Not to blame any breweries um, that are open right now. She's holding up a sign um, that says the brewery she's most disappointed in. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I think, you know, since it is a pretty male-dominated industry, you know, it's like you guys got started. You're all homebrewing together. Yep. Yeah. With your guy friends, you know. And so I think, I think just, you know, kind of educating women like there are, you know, there are there's a future in this industry. Um, just kind of opening up the doors for them to, to be a part of it. So, yep. Yep. That'll be good. You had a question. Oh yeah. It was going to be Zach's for your, the seat of fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shay, this is a segment we just came up with five seconds ago. Called oh no. The seat of fire. Good chance it gets cut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're going to have to tell us who is your least favorite member and I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> she was like panicking. That was it. That's all I had. A Vanessa House? A or? Vanessa House. Yeah. No, you can totally tell us that. Yeah. Who's your least favorite member of Vanessa House? <laughs> Is it Andrew? Like wink once if it's Andrew. <laughs> wink twice if it's I me. am very much liked by most people. I I actually have good data to refute that. <laughs> <laughs> well obviously I can't answer that. Well that's I like all you guys. There's something wrong then. Like you're doing (laughs) it wrong. If you like all of us. What is your favorite color? My favorite color. Green. Okay. I'm wearing green right now. I thought that was going to be deeper. I thought we were going to get like or crimson. You know. Yeah. Well, we can't take a we can't take a side on that because we need to not like we need to keep our customer base as wide as possible. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Side note, didn't all you guys go to OU? No. Uh, most that's, of us. That's a factual yeah, error. Actually, yeah, so no, I did. We, three of the five of us did. Three of the five of us did, The yeah. two other guys, one, Evan, my brother. So went the to, majority. The majority did, uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to start a She's a, coming a at me. Fight. <laughs> coming at me hard, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the majority of us did. And like the Vanessa house, the story of Vanessa house is we all lived like at a house together. Um, but if you get like down dirty in the details, technically Nick never lived there. He was just over there all the time. Um, <clears throat> but it was a Norman while many of us were going to OU. Yeah. Justin was not going to OU, but he was working full time at the time. And Evan, my brother, was going through a journey of self discovery <laughs> while attending <laughs> OCCC. Yeah, right. he was at OCCC, but he was just kind of living like. You just made it sound like he did a lot like, of mushrooms. Well. Yes. <laughs> um, he he should have gone on like a walkabout or something. Like yeah. that's what he needed to go do. Is like, so have you guys visited the Vanessa house? I drove by. I drive by every time I go to Denver. Whoever's Norman. I drive by. You should knock on the door and give him a case of beer. One of these days, whoever is there. It was for sale at one put point. It, put a I plaque on the it. house and yeah. say, but Vanessa house beer co was established <laughs> yeah. here on the state. They take way better care of it than we do. Whoever's there. Okay. I, I, the Maybe. The, the flower beds still look like they did like when we were there. Like, well, last weeds. time I went by, there was like hanging like flowers. Oh, wow. Maybe I haven't seen this. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm that like, oh, never yeah, that, I'm not doing that. And they did. But yeah, I thought about buying it at one point because it went up for sale. 
but then I was like, oh, I'm going to start a brewery. That costs a lot more money, so <laughs> probably not. Right, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what I would do with it. Like, what would I do with it? It'd be like a bachelor pad for, like, the weekends. Or something. On oh, the game days? Yeah. Andy game could come over, yeah. hang out. Y'all could use it, like, during the week. Yeah. Where do y'all live in we have We have a house. Well, do I mean, like, like a house that you don't <laughs> have to, like, take care of. Like, yeah. you can, like, swing golf clubs inside and stuff oh like that. Oh, my Somewhere we used like, to have air stuff going on. We live on the yeah. north side um, okay. near the airport. Okay. All right. I will not disclose my address Please on put your here address or my social security I just, number. I was going to say, we haven't got the social nut yet. So. <laughs> All right, Andrew, do you have any uh, other questions for our guests today, huh? Actually, no, I think we've kind of wrapped up everything we want to talk about, but I want to thank Shade for coming in, unless Zach's got anything else to say. Is there any, uh, you want to talk anything about like what's coming up with Vanessa House? Like what's going on? It's good. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, I was going to get to that. Okay, well, I, I thought it felt like we were ending. Like, yeah, no, well, we are ending, but that's part of the wrap up. How about we give Shay the opportunity to guess what's coming up at Vanessa House? Yeah. And then we Let's say, do that. Yeah, your name. Let's do that. Call me now for your free reading. <laughs> You're having a party over Thanksgiving weekend? I don't know. Ooh. I think we might do that. We're, we are. After you hang out with your family, go to Vanessa House. We actually, yeah, no, we are. It's, this is going to come out afterwards, but we are going to be open on uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, we might get it out. Or, I don't know. We'll see how quick. This is our first one. So. We're going to, it's going to be owners only, work in the bar, because we didn't want to make our bar staff work on Thanksgiving. Um, but we're going to be back there slinging some beers. Like You're releasing a, some t-shirts. We're going to release t-shirt company <laughs> again. A lot of uh, t-shirts with uh, gravy stains. and Gravy, biscuit and gravy stout is in the works. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to have, um, I think, um, we're going to have Fifth Keg coming out on the, Black Friday. Mm -hmm. That's the uh, goal. That one's been, like, for us, like a huge cult favorite. People either love it or hate it. And, like, the people that love it, like, constantly ask. Like, I think the first week we're open that's the question I got more than anything. It's like, when can I buy fifth keg here? Yep. I'm like, goodness gracious. Yeah. Didn't realize people. So for like those of us that will not be in town, yeah, we you can save us. Right. Well, yeah. for those of you that are on the CBAO, yeah, like <laughs> we can help those people out. Uh, but yeah, we'll have that. And then I think Evan and Cody, they're like our creative team. So they're, they're working on some new recipes, but mm. something to slurp down, something to slurp down a little, Little Fortnite inspired beer. Uh, that'll probably, I don't know. That one slipped Fortnite is ruining this company. Fortnite is like divisive in this company, just so we're clear. Um, some of us who are really talented and like probably got awarded like 40 under 40 nope. awards <laughs> are very good at Fortnite and enjoy playing it with some of the other members. Three total company owners play Fortnite, two do not, and they whine consistently about it. Man, ruining the company. They got, they got their no talent hacks. <laughs> Who come at me because I'm multifaceted, but that's <laughs> that's just one man's opinion. Yeah, yeah, bad opinion. Continue. But so, anyways, we got. Uh, I think Evan's working on like there's this new hop in the market, um, Sabro. It throws off like some coconut flavors, and so like he's working on something he can do with that. Sabro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Sabro. Sa Sabro. That's oh, how you say it. Sabro. Okay. Uh, we used it. We actually, on our milkshake, I totally forgot this, on the milkshake t-shirt company, it's dry hopped with Sabro. Oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, they threw yeah. that in, not on the regular, but on the milkshake version, it is in there. So we're working on something we're going to do with that. Um, we're catching up on, like, all our cores right now. Like, we're out of a lot of cores at Distro just because there was a gap in between the Brewers Union and here, and so we're kind of catching up on that. But uh, Fifth Keg, Power's Out is also coming out mm -hmm. here pretty soon. Um, it's in the tanks right now. And then... Uh, 
I think Evan and and Cody are working on what was the what was the beer they're gonna use the cream ale yeast for? Because we use a Kolsch yeast for our cream ale. Yeah, and oh, that's the only beer we use it on. And so, spoiler alert: you like to use yeast multiple times in a brewery so that mm-hmm. you get as much use out of that that capital as you can. Um, and so they're working on <clears throat> something they can do with that. Um, so I think it's just a Kolsch dry hop with a certain hop, but I can't remember what hop it was. Yeah, I can't remember either. But <clears throat> that's kind of what we got throughout the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, we have going on and just doing more stuff in the tap room. We're excited yeah. to finally have that um, operating under a contract model as long as we have. That was always our goal to get to that. And now I've got this great space that we're just excited to, to have people in. So, yeah. Yeah. That's going super well. People seem to really resonate with the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Justin and our beer tenders are doing a good job. Yep. Keeping yep. that thing running. It's in a great area. You can just brewery hop. Yeah. You guys. I will give a shout out to like Hideaway too. Is like they're like right across the street and they're doing like crazy business. People are always. If you come to our brewery, the three questions we get are like, are we kid friendly? Are we dog friendly? And do we have food? Or allow people to bring in food outside? We definitely are kid friendly. Yeah. Definitely kid friendly. Definitely dog friendly. And 100% support you bringing in outside food. Sometimes we'll have, a lot of times we'll have food truck. Sundays, we generally always partnered with uh, Burger Punk. Burger Punk, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Cope's um, new food concept. Um, super good burgers and fries. Um, I kind of always go up there on Sunday just because I want to get a burger. They've got one with Doritos on it. It's amazing. I haven't had the Doritos one. It's I've had the good. egg one and like. The Clash is what it's called. The problem is like, you put an egg on a burger and like, I go crazy. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm eating that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, come see us. Yeah, come see us and support the CBAO. Uh, Want to hit up their uh, hit up the social medias? And yeah, things so like that. we'll have some events coming up. We're planning right now the second annual um, Strong Ale Fest here in Oklahoma City, um, which we held last year right next to Anthem Brewing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Strong Ales, so it's a lot of Imperial Stouts, it's big uh, beers, barley wines. All the beer was um, over eight percent. So what was the Uber there and back? Mountain Fork had like a really had big like a twenty percent. It was thing. yeah, eighteen it was something crazy. or twenty percent. Yeah. yeah, so come so try that. We pour in small samples. Small samples of that, yeah. Probably should not drive. Yeah. Um, so Uber. we're we're planning Lyft, the second Lyft. the second one um, of that for next March um, with some other upcoming events. So you can follow Is, us at Craft Brewers OK on social media. Um, CraftBrewersOK.org is our website. Is oh. it going to be over by Anthem again this year, or is it going to be a different? Um, spot? So Still Anthem that? is. I'm, I don't know when they're doing this, but they're planning on paving part of that space okay. into extend their parking lot. Um, so we're actually thinking of moving it to Midtown. Okay. So we're we're That'd trying cool. to nail down a, a space over there. So there's some there's some cool stuff in Midtown mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. I don't like Midtown. It insists upon itself. <laughs> there. Kidding. Goes. I live like right there by Midtown. Goes. I love Midtown. <laughs> yeah. But well, I can't play favorites. I love all the districts. Right. Plaza. Plaza. All of them. All the ones. Yeah. Uptown. Uptown. Because we're recording Uptown. right now. Uptown, get down. I live literally in Uptown, so yeah. that's probably my number one. Yeah. Auto Alley's pretty good, dude, though. There's some decent breweries down there. That's what I heard. <laughs> There's one that I'm not sure about yet. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make it, but right. the Vanessa House crowd. Yeah, they can't be trusted. And with that, we'll. Uh, I think we'll go ahead and call it a show. Uh, thanks to uh, Shay for coming down and being the first guest on our first show. So yeah, you were you were great. Cheers, guys! Thanks Cheers for having to me. Cheers to you, Clinky.
Thanks for sharing clinky, clinky. your t-shirt, Co. And thanks to our sponsors. <laughs> Us. <laughs> Do we have sponsors yet? <laughs> we need to get some sponsors. Add them in right here. Yeah. yeah. We're going to edit this in, and we're going to just like, yeah, it's going to be like something good. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening. This has been the Vanessa House Bottle Share. Make sure to get out and support your local craft breweries by visiting the many tap rooms. You can find Vanessa House at 118 Northwest 8, right in the heart of Automobile Alley. You can find Vanessa House on Facebook at Vanessa House Beer Co. You can find Vanessa House on Instagram at Vanessa House Beer Co. You can find us on Twitter at VH underscore beer. And you can check our website out at VanessaHouseBeerCo.com.